Uh, hoy there, welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor. This is day 14. The Israelites journeyed further into the desert, and they were hungry and thirsty and struggling for hope. They survived on manna, a soft bread that formed on the ground each day like white coriander seed that tasted of wafers with honey. But when they reached Rephidim, there was no water. Yahweh instructed Moses to strike the great rock with the staff of the gods, and water erupted, and their thirst was quenched. Then people of Amalek, Esau's grandson, brought an army to attack them at Rephidim. Moses appointed a man called Joshua to lead the Israelite army while he climbed up a hill to watch the battle unfold. He raised the staff of the gods above his head and Joshua's men gained the upper hand. But after some time his arms got tired and he lowered the staff. Then the Israelites started to lose. Moses' brother Aaron and a man called Hur stood either side of him to support his arms and Joshua defeated the Amalekites. Yahweh said to Moses, Write this down. I will utterly erase Amalek from the earth. Yahweh will be at war with Amalek from generation to generation. Make sure Joshua hears this and remembers it. Three months after they had escaped from Egypt, the Israelites finally reached the desert of Sinai and camped in front of the great mountain. Yahweh called to Moses from the mountain, This is what you are to say to the house of Jacob, to all Israel. You saw what I did to the Egyptians, and how I carried you on eagles' wings all the way here to me. So now, if you obey my voice and do what I command, then you will be my special people. The whole earth is mine, but you will be a kingdom of priests, a nation that is set apart from the others. All the people of Israel agreed. Then Moses set up limits around the foot of the mountain, so that the people could not get near it, for Yahweh had said that anyone who did would be executed. Only Moses and Aaron could go up Mount Sinai. All the people stood in the flat, sandy plains below, and as Moses climbed, Yahweh enveloped the mountain in a thick cloud that raged with fire. The earth shook, and the sound of a trumpet blast filled the air. Yahweh spoke to Moses and set out the laws that should govern this nation set apart. When he had finished, Aaron, his sons Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, went up the mountain with Moses and saw Yahweh. Under his feet was something like a floor of sapphire, so clear it looked like the bright sky. 
They ate and drank in Yahweh's presence and were not hurt. Then Yahweh asked for Moses alone, and he gave him tablets of stone on which were carved all the words of the law. Moses was up the mountain for forty days and forty nights, and the power of Yahweh flashed around him like a raging firestorm. But the people began to wonder what had happened to Moses. So they went to Aaron and asked him to make gods for them. So Aaron took their golden jewellery, melted it down over fire, and then cast it into the image of a calf. This is our God, who brought you out of Egypt, they said to each other. And Aaron built an altar, and proclaimed the following day would be a festival to Yahweh. The people got up early to offer sacrifices, and to eat, drink, and party. At the top of the mountain, Yahweh saw what was happening, and he told Moses, his voice full of cold fury. Yahweh was all for killing every last one of the Israelites except Moses, and then starting a new nation with him instead. But Moses talked him down, pointing out that the Egyptians would just say that Yahweh had meant them harm all along. And of course that's why Pharaoh had tried to stop them leaving, to protect them. While Yahweh fumed, Moses went back down the mountain with the two tablets of stone on which Yahweh had carved the words of the law. When Moses reached the camp, his anger overcame him. He smashed the two stone tablets on the floor and then seized the golden calf melted it down, ground it to powder, and made the Israelites drink it. Then he stood at the gate of the camp. Who is on the side of Yahweh? he yelled. The sons of Levi ran to him. Go throughout the camp and kill your brother, your friend, and your neighbour, bellowed Moses. This is what Yahweh commands. The sons of Levi obeyed and about 3,000 people were murdered. Today you have set yourselves apart for the service of Yahweh, said Moses approvingly. Then Moses went back up Mount Sinai with two new tablets of stone, and Yahweh carved the words of the law again. It is time for you to leave this place, Yahweh said and go to the land I promised to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. But I will not travel among you, or I would destroy you, you are so stubborn. But Moses pleaded with Yahweh, If you don't travel with us, how will we be any different from all the other peoples? How will we be set apart? So Yahweh relented and agreed to travel with them. But no one could see his face except Moses. Then Yahweh gave Moses detailed instructions for a large tent called a tabernacle where he could be worshipped. Aaron and the Levites, the sons of Levi, would be the priests and at the heart of the tabernacle would be a special carved box called the Ark of the Covenant. 
when the people of Israel had finished building the tabernacle, very carefully to Yahweh's instructions, they held a ceremony to consecrate it. Yahweh came down from the mountain to the tabernacle in a thick cloud, so thick that Moses could not enter. When the cloud was on the tent, the people stayed put in their camp. But when the cloud lifted, they began to journey. And that is how they moved on through the desert, stopping whenever the cloud of Yahweh settled, and then moving on again when it lifted. <laughs>